Welcome to On The Left Side, the funny football show. It's, it's not ridiculous to argue that West Ham are the worst run club in the Premier League. Now that Sunderland have, have kind of vacated the building. Hey, you've probably watched Match of the Day by now, you've probably read the sports in the paper and you've probably devoured the detailed statistics on the internet. Now it's the turn of some football funny. I'm Jim, let's get started. In the last few days, we have witnessed something as rare as spotting Arsene Wenger with his hand in his pocket. An exciting January transfer window, which did in fact feature Arsene Wenger putting his hand in his pocket as Pierre-Emerick Abiang signed for the Gunners. That, along with big moves for Oliver Giroud, Lucas Moura and Andre Ayew, it meant that a very excited Jim White was able to bounce up and down on the spot in his yellow tie and announce that this was the biggest January deadline day ever. With 150 million quid being dished out on new players in one day in the Premier League. If you add that to high-profile January moves for Alexis Sanchez, Daniel Sturridge and Theo Walcott, it's been a pretty interesting transfer window, really. I know, who'd have thought that we'd be living in a world where A, people can actually get excited about the transfer of Daniel Sturridge, and B, Daniel Sturridge can get all the way from Liverpool to the Midlands without getting injured. It was an exciting window for almost everyone, that is, because while some fans were sat at home hobnobs soggy with tea dunking, West Ham fans' hobnobs were sodden with tears as the not-so-happy Hammers had a deadline day funnier than a Phil Neville apology. No other manager in the world has got more qualifications than me. For most West Ham fans, it's been pretty obvious that there's some big gaps in the team right now, not to mention a growing injury list of late, so expectations were high going into the window that finally the promises made by the board when they moved to the London Stadium would actually come true. Obviously, moving to a world-class stadium gives us a real chance to grow our business commercially. That money can be invested in the team. That's our ambition. World-class stadium with a world-class team. This would be the window where giving up their historic home in Upton Park for a stadium with its seating in a different time zone to the pitch would be all worth it. It was pretty exciting. Names like Oliver Giroud, Daniel Sturridge, William Carvalho, Francis Coquelin, Leander Dendonka, Harry Arter, John Joe Shelby, Fyodor Smolov and Islam Salami were all being linked with the club. Surely two, maybe three of those signings would dramatically improve the team right now. Maybe not world class, but certainly on the right route. So how many actually turned up in East London on deadline day? None. Instead of any of those footballers you've actually heard of, West Ham secured the high-profile signing of Preston North End striker... Um, Preston North End striker... Jordan Hugill? No, I've got no idea either. Anyway, here's how the club announced it. Hi, I'm Jordan Hugill. Can't wait to walk out here with all the bubbles. Come on, you iron. For the record, the end of that isn't a dodgy edit from our production team. That's how West Ham finished the clip. Let's just hope for their sake he's better at finishing in front of goal than he is at finishing videos. <laughs> Forget rap videos or overproduced concert piano. None of that flashy crap here. This was a guy standing in a stadium, recording on his own phone, and looking like he'd won a competition to get a tour of the club's ground. You're the winner! <laughs> 
It's not his fault. Maybe he'll be a sensation and we wish him well, but it doesn't quite feel like the world-class signing that Lady Brady and co had promised, does it? Although, it does remind me a little bit of that fish in Finding Nemo. Can't wait to walk out here with all the bubbles. <laughs> but anyway, just in case you were thinking that that was all the nonsense you'd be getting from West Ham in one day, they really upped their game when they suspended and then sacked their director of player recruitment, Tony Henry. After the Daily Mail reported that he'd made a statement saying the club didn't want to sign any more African players because they caused mayhem. Ah, oh, for fuck's sake. A statement like that, as well as being a little bit racist, probably didn't help their attempt to sign Algerian, that's in Africa by the way, Tony, striker Slimani. Or even go down too well with the six or so players of African descent that are currently in the first team. But maybe they were too busy causing mayhem to notice. Although in his defence, Henry did allegedly go on to say that he had nothing against the African race. No doubt before adding... Some of my best mates are African. And... As long as they do their mayhem in private, don't go shoving it in my face. These accusations were not helped at all by outgoing striker Diafra Sacco's claim that the club didn't want any black players in the team. Or the fact that their deadline day dealings saw three black players leave the club, one of whom was returning Swansea skipper Andre Ayew, whose exit prompted Twitter parody accounts at underscore Colton Cole 9 to come up with possibly the world's greatest ever football chant. Gonna take a lot to drag me away from Ayew. There's nothing a few mayhem causing men could ever do. We won't sign players from Africa. The really galling thing for fans is the club are already short of players and they've had to let go a right winger. But if you think the club had a problem with player transfers in the window, spare a thought for the guy who was outside the ground on Sky Sports, trying to keep tabs on the whole thing. Reese Oxford back to Michigan to... Borussia Mönchengladbach, uh, Reese Oxford to Plymouth on loan, uh, sorry, Reese Burke to Plymouth on loan, and uh, Moses Makazi uh, to Plymouth on loan, sorry, I should say, Moses Makazi to Plymouth on, to Plymouth on loan, and Reese Oxford to Reese Burke to Bolton on loan. He's had an absolute mare there, and I'm still not sure who's joining Plymouth. Mm-hmm. But at least if you work for Sky, you can always rely on Paul Merson saving your blushes by outdoing anyone else in the idiot stakes. PFM Merson, proper football man, was asked by Sky Sports web monkeys to cast his eye over the transfer dealings of every Premier League club and grade them as if he were a teacher in a school. Because, you, you well, you know, why not, I guess? West Ham were actually awarded a B-plus for their efforts, presumably for putting some of them funny foreign lot back in their place. Burnley got a C-minus for wasting money on luxury players, and Merson gave Bournemouth an F because... They did not go to school. Leading me to believe that he might have actually been taking quite a lot of crystal meth whilst writing that article and was physically sat somewhere in a school office waiting for Eddie Howe to turn up in short trousers with a note from his mum. Best of all were Chelsea. They were given an A+. An A+. And that was mainly down to the signing of £18 million striker 
Oliver Giroud from Arsenal, with Merce saying, For them to get Giroud for that price, it's a cup of tea, that is. 18 million quid for a cup of tea, Paul? No wonder Conte wants to leave London. That's it for another show. We are done. We will see you again very, very soon on the next episode, which will be out on Thursday. Don't forget to follow us on Twitter at On The Left Side. Follow us on Facebook or like us or whatever you do on Facebook. You should look at other people's holiday snaps, don't you? Anyway, On The Left Side pod is where you can find us there. And if you subscribe to this channel, you will get the next podcast as soon as it's ready. I will see you then. Bye-bye. Bye-bye, 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 bye-bye. On the Left Side is written and produced by Ant McGinley and Jim Salverson for Abrupt Audio.